you know, it comes down to choose your heart, right? Yeah, it's hard putting out videos, hard make, make meeting new people and trying to collaborate, trying to make it as less difficult as possible. So choose something that you're passionate about. So our brand message is it's it's invaluable. Using social media, the reason why I got started with it was seeing the ability of how many people I could connect with on an ongoing basis. If I didn't post on social media, engage with all the people that were engaging with me, I wouldn't have built that presence up within that community. Social media doesn't have to be as complicated as it's made out to be. You can batch a bunch of content and all of that content should be a placeholder for your brand and its brand in its message so that when you're out doing other things like podcasts, speaking on radio, guest appearances, things like that, you they can automatically pull it up your social media, whatever app it is and be like, okay, I get what this person's about. What's poppin' everybody? Thank you very much again for tuning in for another episode of What Would It Cost? For the third time, we have Mr. Andrew Perry that we're featuring today. Yeah, buddy. And uh, really, really <laughs> excited. This guy's got so much going on, not only with his real estate career, but the Fine Estates team and everything within his portfolio. We're going to be talking a lot about the visibility aspect of not only social media, but national television, international television, FM, AM radio, marketing print and distribution campaigns. This guy's he's spread out everywhere and the way that he has the the portfolio put together on on uh, firing out in the media side of things is inspiring to say the least. So lots of tips and tricks in this one that you guys can implement and inject in your business and uh, see it that there's a very fruitful outcome from it. Mr. Perry. Yes sir. We know you got the ability. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about visibility today. That's so right. for all the young entrepreneurs that are out there that are looking in, that want some tips and tricks, that want to understand how to lo leverage the social media platforms mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and really get the most out of them. Yeah. We know that you've done an extensive amount of marketing. You continue to not only on you, not, not only are you on international television, all the social media platforms are firing. Yep. You have your own podcast, your produced content, your authentic content with you just turning the camera around, the mixture of filler content and everything else mm -hmm. that you're you're throwing at it. It's working. You're, you're making amazing headway in the industry. You're building an amazing name and brand for yourself. So we're just going to dive deep on that today. Yeah, right? let's do it, man. And I love it. What, what I love about what you got going on is that you're – your personal brand and your real estate brand are married together mm -hmm. and it looks like mm -hmm. a marriage that's really working out. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think that, you know, by feeling feeling that that authentic, you know, is, is a word that we continue to use yeah. with the marketing division over here. Feeling that authenticity, right, and that authentic touch that you have with your content really allows the two to marry yeah. one another. So give us some tips and tricks on, on how it is, you know, your core values as a personal brand merge and marry so nicely mm -hmm. the core values that you have in your real estate business and brokerage. Right. So and that's a good question, by the way. And you know what? In the beginning, it was all about me, me, me. And it was very flashy. It was very, um, I, I want to use the word, I'm trying to choose it carefully, but the thing that comes to my mind just right off the bat, because I'm very honest with my mistakes and how I've learned from them, it was almost conceited. Okay. It was certainly fake it till you make it. And at the beginning when you're building a brand, kind of what else are you going to do? 
So, but what I realized between the merger of the relationship of my personal brand in and my team's brand, it wasn't until I started putting the people of the brand first that then we started making more traction online, especially between the two brands. Because people, especially right now, real estate's tough. Business is tough. People coming into this business, they don't find out how tough it is and how lonely it is until like year one, year two, year three. You know, that's why companies um, are, are all from Reels, from Revel, Remax, and, and um, uh, uh, EXP, they're building these realtor hubs. And that's what we're doing at the Fine Estates team is we're building a, a, a realtor hub where all of our realtors can come together and not only learn and grow financially, but also spiritually and personally. Mm. And we allow that to be shown in our branding and in our marketing campaigns by highlighting the realtors, our community, and our clients, and not just me, 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 I'm wearing a suit, I'm pointing at a house and all that other stuff, right? Right. Putting some authenticity into it. Right, right. So you looking at it from a communal approach and yeah. having it be that you have everyone's best interest and that, you know, you got their back like they got your back. Yeah. You guys are collaborating and you're putting them at the forefront and being mm -hmm. almost being that backbone yeah, that's because, in support of... Absolutely, because you got to right. understand, and this is my biggest tip for the leaders that are listening to this podcast, is that my marketing is never directed, ever, to buyers and sellers. My marketing in my brand message goes directly out to other agents, other business people, other salespeople, and that's why what I've built has been so successful because if, if most of our audience as realtors, especially in Ontario, are other realtors, what's the point of saying, hey, just listed, just sold, just listed, just sold? So if you'll notice, I only post real estate content if I feel the property, and I and I, this isn't you know a hate on any of my clients, but if there's something special about it that we can showcase, and maybe it's it doesn't mean that it has to be ten million, maybe it's three hundred thousand, but it has you know something that is something that is relative to the times. You know, if something's a really really good deal because the mortgage rates are so high. I want to showcase that property and get it out for the world to see. But for the most part, it's geared towards educational and valuable content for other business owners. Right, right. So big, big B2B initiative, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So if there was, and I know you've put out thousands and thousands of pieces, but if there was one piece of content that you could remember yeah. stood above the rest and did you write by not only portraying and, and, and really showing it as who you mm -hmm. are really showing, you know, who it is you are and your business and, and having it stand for all that. What, what went viral in regards mm -hmm. to likes, comments, shares, people talking about it, people stopping you on the street and being like, yo, that was awesome. Like, yeah. what was that one piece? And, and then further to that, why? Well, I guess, I guess what I would have to bring up, although I don't really believe in the virality of this type of content these days, but this was certainly my biggest hit. When I first started real estate seven years ago, nobody was even doing videos. It was usually a video montage of photos that the, that the photographer took. 
And so I came out, and I'm watching other people from the, in the States, L.A., New York, Florida, stuff like that. And I said, wow, i got to do something like these people are doing. So a good friend of mine um, actually was part owner in Dollar Beard Club. Okay. You remember that? Yeah. So all of these, you know, their first kick-ass campaign came out with like 2 million, 20 million views. And it was about this guy walking, and he's handing people stuff, and it's like one continuous <laughs> shot. So, yeah. So I, I attempted something yeah. like that. Didn't work out, but certainly my highest. It was my first video, so I had it all prepared for the day that I actually got my license. So the day okay. I got my license, yeah, I clicked upload and post, and it went to like sixty thousand views. And like back in twenty sixteen, that was a lot, right? Wow. So basically, I'm sitting there in my office with the world's best boss cup, and you know, pulling off the Michael Scott from the office, and I said, "Hey, oh no, is this another realtor video?" And then I look at the other camera and say, "Yes." It is. <laughs> and then so yeah. as and then I stand up and I'm wearing a shirt and as I stand up I'm in my boxers, Toronto Maple Leaf boxers. <laughs> and then, you know, it's the whole theme was boxing out the competition. Okay. So from there I went to a in a full suit and boxed yeah, um, it was air boxing actually in a boxing ring. And it was just it was just I, nobody had seen anything like that before. Right. And it was it was all about how I can beat out the competition. And you know, I look back on it, and as you know, as shitty as the camera angles were, the microphone was terrible, the audio just half of it was cut out, and then you know, I put this like sepia filter over the entire video. I don't know why. I would say because I was inexperienced, but the video hit, <laughs> and it was a big hit, and I still get stopped by not only other realtors, but people in Niagara will stop me and bring that up too. Hey, remember that video you did in your boxers? <laughs> uh, and, you know, so I just think that you know was just something that I felt needed to change and you know mix up the industry a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it worked. Nice, nice. Yeah. I remember that commercial from the Beard Club. I know it was we very similar. It and we died. I think you know what? I think everyone should have a version of them doing that exact yeah, commercial that, in their business, just like giving authentic yeah. whatever. It's that right? one camera angle, it's that one continuous shot that really makes those types of, of videos. We couldn't pull it off, but you know. Right, right. Could, yeah. Cool, cool. That's awesome. And to go to that, what what is it that you would mm -hmm recommend for anyone yep. that was getting into the creating their content right. calendar understanding what their brand values are and then using you know what strategy right. to really have their content be felt and, and be loud so i think the whole point of that viral video is that you really have to find something that's different and stands out which is very difficult to do if i did that video now it wouldn't have hit they be like, oh, okay, there's another realtor doing a video. Here's my advice to you, to your audience now, is while you're trying to find something different, remember that over the last two years of all the noise that realtors have put out there, there's, there's a very fine line of what is quality, what's going to hit with buyers and sellers, what's going to hit with other agents. Because unless you're in a massive realtor-to-realtor -realtor referral business like I am, you know, there's no real point on trying to make other realtors laugh because, you know, I just think with the noise again is that realtors can be seen as a commodity and like you're supposed to be selling people's largest assets and you're out there, you know, in masks or, or your underwear or making fun of things. And to me personally, I feel that that's not going to do well for your business. So while I'm saying look to be different and stand out, 
I just think you need to really maybe run it by what's that word when you pitch a new product to people? What do you call that? And when you, or you pitch a new TV like a creative show. Think tank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, okay. when you're you're pitching a new TV show and you get people to watch it. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe premiere, run, premiere. Yeah, no, like run it by people first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, say, yeah, hey, yeah, is this a good yeah, idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, should I be, you know, making up a silly rap video? Some of them are really funny, right? Yeah. Some of them hit, but uh, at the other time, you know, you don't know how many people have lost listings to me because, okay, hey, just so I want to know, are you going to make a silly video about my house? I'm like, of course not. You know, it, it, it is important <laughs> these days, right? So obviously you have to know your clients before you put their, their own house on social media. Right, right, right. Very cool, very cool. And what is it that you do to aid your team and assist them when they're building out mm -hmm. their social media platforms? And, you know, again, right, like the, the guidance and, and where to start and, and how to continue on um, keeping them encouraged mm. and motivated, enthusiastic yeah. about wanting to pump out content because exactly. there's always that fatigue that sets in, right? right? When you're just, no matter even if on your, you're on a roll, you're vibrating high, things are working out, you're, you're gauging a good ROI, you're feeling it. And you're just like, it's just a lot, right? So like when you, when you experience that fatigue and that burnout, and I know a gentleman like yourself has, mm. you don't even have to tell me, I know you've experienced them yeah. multiple times because yeah. of how much content you put out what is it that you know you you would advise mm -hmm. anyone out there that that are watching in or more importantly like i said a little earlier your team members on keep going yeah so it's just like anything that you're gonna do and do consistently um you know it comes down to choose your heart right yeah it's hard putting out videos hard make, make meeting new people and trying to collaborate um, but it's also hard not doing it, not having the branding presence as well, right? So you gotta choose your heart. And what I would say is, is that trying to make it as less difficult as possible. So choose something that you're passionate about. So for example, you know, somebody on our team, uh, uh, Paige, so she was pregnant. And, you know, first thing that she did was reach out to, you know, people in the industry. Um, that are in the pregnancy industry, like pregnancy clothes, um, pregnancy, you know, preparation, all that kind of stuff, and collaborate with them on Instagram. And again, it's not, it's about showcasing other people's businesses, mm. but something that aligns with your values. So right. at first, you know, I was showcasing all local businesses, no matter what, which is great. But by third, fourth, fifth video, nobody was really caring anymore. Mm. Now, so if I was to do something like hockey, and I was to do a series of videos about hockey. Um, there's a realtor, and he's always out at the Buzz Conference. I think his name is Andrew. He's one of Virginia's good friends. He just put out a whole golf series. Okay. Dan O'Neill from New Jersey put out a whole golf se uh, series. Mm. Um, un right? That, that, choose something that you're passionate about yeah. and run a series about that because then you start attracting those realtors and buyers and sellers that like hockey, like golf, are also pregnant because guess what happens when – you know, after pregnancy, they give birth and they have little kids and now you have a mom's group and now you can go walking and now you can film it and now you can ask them what, what their experience is, bring them on a podcast. So it's about marketing and choosing campaigns and videos that align with your values so that you're more likely to continue doing them. Right. Right. Love that. Yeah. It, it just like, feels also natural. Well, cause nothing's worse than you see some of these and you know, God bless you for even trying. Uh, absolutely. Get out there and try. But you know, nothing's worse than seeing a realtor sitting at a restaurant with the owner and like, so how long you've been open? <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's great. I saw you guys get open. That's good. I really like your pizza. 
Well, thanks, guys. Stop by 123 Pizza Street in Niagara. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, you find something that you're passionate about. And this yeah. isn't to put anybody down. It's just that you, you have to be aware that yeah. although you are trying, that buyers and sellers are going to look, is this guy professional or is this girl not professional, and et cetera. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we say it all the time. Like that authenticity is really felt, right? Mm-hmm. People gravitate towards it, and they're just like, "Oh yeah. man, this is this is this is him, or this is her, yeah. and this is this and, is cool." And you if know? you want to know my one of my second biggest pieces of viral video came from a documentary that I did about um, a, a, my weight loss journey. Okay. And there was this one piece where I talked about my my past. Talked about, you know, troubles on the road with my band, you know, playing every night, just being real and open about where I came from. Yeah. And that that hit with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Because that's the real Andrew Perry. Who e- wouldn't exactly. want to know about that, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. So now, how would you diversify one's portfolio when it came to, when it comes to just the social media, the media? Television, yeah. FM radio, yeah. it, you're you're everywhere, mm-hmm. right? And it's very interesting. So if you so let's let's look at it from this standpoint. Yeah. If you had a pie chart, right? How would you allocate a certain percentage and pieces of that pie mm-hmm. if you were to incorporate guerrilla marketing, print distribution, FM, AM, international television, national television, yeah. social media platforms, and Let's just leave social media platforms as one piece yes, and course, not, of course, of course. you know, going TikTok, Snapchat. Let's just leave that as one. And that incorporates, obviously, YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat, right. Facebook, Instagram, all in one, right? Right. Yeah. Sure. So how would you break that pie down? I would be lying if I didn't say that social media was the biggest piece, mm. especially of my portfolio right now. Yeah. But as I'm growing in business and as I'm growing, you know with my speaking career and and other things that I'm doing, I'm realizing that social media doesn't have to be as complicated as it's made out to be. Mm. You can batch a bunch of content and all of that content should be a placeholder for your brand and its brand in its message. So that when you're out doing other things like podcasts, speaking on radio, guest appearances, things like that, you, they can automatically pull it up your social media, whatever app it is and be like, okay, I get what this person's about. Mm-hmm. So that's why I highly suggest if you're a fisherman and you're a realtor and you care more about making money as a realtor than a fisherman, don't have your entire port, uh, profile as fishing gear yeah. or fishing posts, I'm sorry, which, which is totally fine. Yeah. But I mean, once somebody wants to make sure that your business is fully professional, okay? Yeah. So that's my opinion. So I, I would be lying, like I said, uh, social media is probably the biggest part, and then print and traditional advertising has a huge p- piece in our business because in Niagara on the Lake, there's eighteen thousand people and we have three newspapers, so it is a big piece, right? Mm-hmm. We put out fifty thousand magazines for every one of our listings. Um, that's at Homes and Land, so that's a big piece of the pie too. Now, the thing with radio is that you really have to look at your demographics mm-hmm. and your location. So, where where is this radio? Yeah. Are you up north where one radio covers a large demographic, but not a lot of people can access it because the you know the frequencies are terrible? Or are you in a place like Toronto or Niagara where you get you know a lot of people tuning in, and most people who are listening are of the age of buying and selling, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of people 
uh, in my experience that we've got calls from our commercials, we're all 55 plus. Mm-hmm. Those, that's our entire business. So that makes up a big chunk as well. Um, now, in terms of the other piece of the pie that I would consider as a massive, um, massive piece of my business is the networking collaboration of other people's podcasts. So podcasts are kind of taking over the auditorial marketing, so to speak. But that's not to say that you need to leave radio out of it. Right, right. Yeah. Love that. Beautiful breakdown. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you know what? The, 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 um, the Fortune 500 companies, yeah. as, as, a, as a collective, are allocating the majority of their marketing budgets right now towards social media. So right. you're, on, you're on the right track with that being yeah. something that you're, you're putting at the forefront at right. least, right? But right. to go to your point, it does trickle down into other spaces, attack other demos, and fire in other niches that right. have people's ear a lot more and, than just the social and the platforms. the reason why is because social media is social. If people are going to come and look you up, it's going to be at nine at night when they're sitting on the couch or something like that. So they don't, they don't need to be sold at that point in time of their day. They're just winding down. Yeah. So they don't need to see that sellable content, that you know, direct sta- sales style, of, you know, um, direct marketing campaigns, et cetera. So that's why, that's why I say why I'm slowly transitioning into the other forms of content that bring people at that time, because all my content is value. It's not direct sales. And so it only makes sense to send people there on their own time and not just say, click this link and join here and join now. Join whenever the hell you want. And when you're ready, call me. Yeah. That's been my motto since day one. And it's yeah. just, it works. Yeah. Yeah. That you don't feel forced and overwhelmed by it. No, it's, I, I like that yeah. for sure. Very, very cool. Yeah. So in light of the name, WWIC stands for what would it cost yeah. given that you've sprayed in so many different areas and, and, and have activated on so many different platforms. What do you think you've spent in total <laughs> and what are you going to continue to spend moving yeah. forward? And yeah, fill us in with, with numbers. Man. Okay. So, um, on average, we're spending about $50,000 a month. Okay. Now that includes two salaried um, staff. Fifty thousand a month. Yes, plus all of the other expenses, which on media. So this is just media. This is general expenses. No, 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 just media. Right. So I'm breaking it down here. Okay. Sorry. 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 This is how my mind works. I need to work. I work in percentages. Okay. And so about eighty percent of that fifty is marketing. Okay. 80% 80% out of that 50 Yeah, is so whatever is that? What's okay. that? What is that? 30s, mid 30s? 37, 38? Yeah. 80% would be 40. 40. Yeah, 40. Yeah, roughly yeah, yeah. 40,000. Okay, yeah. yeah, very cool. So you and, believe in it. But that but absolutely and that 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 covers our our uh, events and everything because that is a form of marketing as well. Yeah, absolutely. No, for and and you know what? That's so beautiful to hear. And, and in, in a big, big way, we're massive believers in everything to do with marketing and yeah. advertisement. And it's in, in our operation, part of the success, a huge part Absolutely. of the success when it comes to the exponential amount of growth that, that we're seeing. So, you know, nice to hear that, that you're allocating that kind of a budget towards it. Now, if, if one were to get started, yeah, they want to come into the real estate industry. They want to make noise. They want to have it be that they're loud in a tasteful way that, again, mm-hmm. lines with their core values. What do you think a good start-off budget is for them to, to come in and say, what, like, how would you spend it? So if you had a 1000 bucks to spend, mm-hmm. 
What does that look like? Well, I would allocate a lot of that into the post-editing process because that's a little bit more important now. Okay. So, for example, you can go to a local business and let's just call it a pizza shop. You go into the pizza shop, you buy a pizza because you're a nice guy, and you review it right in front of the right in front of the pizza shop. Not to say that Dave Portnoy is the only way, only person who can ever do this, but um, like we did it with chimney cakes at a bakery. So we go to the bakery, we order the chimney cake, you know, we go out, we eat it, we review it, and sometimes we invite an employee out to come talk or the owner. Okay. That there is what, 20 bucks? And then you're filming on your iPhone. There's no need to hire anybody when you're first getting out, getting started. And then the mo- majority of that money is spent on post-edit. So you send it to any type of, you know, ideally local, but it is a little bit cheaper if you go overseas. And, you know, you get your captions, you get your cutouts, you get your cutaways, you can add, you know, whatever you want just to make it more engaging and interesting. Thumbnails. Okay. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So, so at first you're working within... Your resources and what of it is course. you have. Absolutely. iPhone cameras are fantastic. It, there's, there's most of the most viral videos on TikTok and Instagram are all filmed on iPhone. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. We were or going over Android, this strategy guess, the other day. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're married to our uh, our iPhones yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very cool. So, uh, give us a little bit of background yeah. as to what got you into believing in social media to the extent mm-hmm. that you do. And what does that look like on an ROI yeah. standpoint for you? How, so, do you? how do you track that? I know it's a loaded question, so but... For our style is that we can't really necessarily track it because we don't do pay-per-click ads. Okay. That's not our style. We don't do it. We do some online lead generation and stuff like that with landing pages, but honestly, not a lot. Majority of it comes through agent agent referrals. So our brand message is it's it's invaluable using social media. The reason why I got started with it was seeing the ability of how many people I could connect with on an ongoing basis. I can message twenty people at a time, have twenty different conversations or more. Mm-hmm. And what that's led to is my personal business being ninety percent agent agent referrals. So if I didn't post on social media, engage with all the people that were engaging with me. I wouldn't have built that presence up within that community, and I wouldn't even, it's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Easy. Right. Yeah, not for sure. On spending nothing on that. Right, right. In terms of advertising. Yeah, so it's just, it's unquantifiable. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Very cool. So when you're targeting your market, are you like putting up geofences and and looking at a certain area and and a radius that you want to stay within? Are you spraying Mm -hmm. more, you know, like why? Well, like yeah. To, like how do you target? We don't because we don't do ads. Like right, that, right. So okay. Only, like I said, the only ads we do are those. You know, it's, it's a small company called Molly Big Agent Locator. I just sends little ads. Click here for new homes. Other than that, and which is a very small budget, maybe five hundred bucks a month. Other than that, no ad spend at all. Right. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Love yeah. that. So it's more just on like a production. Right, right. Yeah. It's more like collaborative approach of and course. having it be that you leverage relationships to... Exactly. There's, there's nobody else I need watching my stuff other than the people that I have following me right now. Mm-hmm. Love it, yeah. So you, you continue to farm an existing network that is yeah. has made it so that your business is, is seeing some awesome upside Absolutely. from... Absolutely. Yeah. I can see through the shares 
every day I'll have, you know, between five to 20 new followers. Yeah, all realtors. Yeah. A lot of them are from the States now, so gaining traction there. Nice. And just from continuing to post my podcast clips and other videos that I do. Nice. That's good growth, man. Yeah. That, and, and you know what? That I haven't heard that before in regards to like, happy with my current following. I'm farming it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's done great by my business. It's done right by my business in a big, big way. Absolutely. And if anything else comes in, it's almost bonus kind of thing. That's, that's really cool. Cause you know, one, one thing that always resonated to me resonates with me. That one entrepreneur told me, goes, Nick, if every client or every referral source was the last referral source on this earth, or every client was that last client on earth, there was the last five yeah. that you were working on, last client, what would you do? What lengths would you go to? Right? Like, what would you have it be in regards to this experience that you right. provide for this person, right? How are your follow-ups look like, right? What would you do to that file? All the touch points, the communication aspect. How, ma- how, how, how many, you know, pieces of, of material would you put out that target them specific, right? Yep. And, yep. you know, it, it being like you could extract, and when you really think about that and, and, and you take into the, the referral side of things, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, Holy smokes, if I did that for the client and the referral source, how much business is there to be done within our current ecosystem, as you trip me all the time for a second, <laughs> that we don't have to look elsewhere, right? Absolutely. And if you're doing a good enough job with them, you know, not only are they gonna, you know, bring business back to you, but they're they're gonna rant and rave about your services and who you are. And it's just Absolutely. like to have that big following that you have and to farm it to that extent and to say that and be good with it. Is is amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like that take. We're, we're in, a, in, a, in a time in society where trust in services are very, very low. So yeah. majority of people who find the realtor found them to somebody else who previously used them. Yeah. And I think about that every single day. That's why, if you know, and I learned a lot from you guys, like that full white glove service from the back end to the front end to the sale to the rest of that client's friction life. Yeah. They're going to be getting follow-ups and in invitations to our parties and it's just on like i who spends five ten thousand dollars on a freaking party for the past clients right 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 we do right because we know what that means yeah especially to them yeah yeah exactly no love that very very cool um so anything anything that you would would want everyone to know about what's next what's coming down the pipe what you're working on. I know there's certain things you can yeah. disclose. There's others you can't because they're that big, yeah. which is super cool. Congratulations. Um, but yeah, what, what do you, what do you, what do you, what, what's next with Perry, the team, the finest so, states, the, the big movement, right? Well, what we're doing is an expansion at a, a, a faster than expected rate. We're looking into multiple different markets as we speak. So we're trying to take that brokerage model and implement it through our team and help as many realtors get to that next point within their journey because what i get like what i've noticed is that all these realtors now who are starting are figuring out just how difficult it is to compete with super agents and super teams so why not be a part of the super team right so those expansions are very very important to me as well as uh you know we're filming for an international television show we have a lot of speaking engagements coming up, um, but I think the biggest thing that I'm proud of is, you know, our next location that should be um, released, let's say, hopefully by the end of the year. Nice. Love that. Yeah. All right. We'll stay tuned, brother. Let's do it. That's it. <laughs> All right. 
Andrew's going to tell you where you could uh, find him and, and uh, hit him up. Well, keep it simple, guys. Just at the Andrew Perry on Instagram. I check all my message boxes and I respond and I follow back. Guys, thank you very, very much for tuning in again to another episode of What Would It Cost? Had an absolute fantastic time over here with my friend, my brother, and uh, my associate, Mr. Andrew Perry. Uh, it's been awesome. Thank you for taking yeah. your time getting all the way uh, down here. Absolutely. And uh, let's not forget to subscribe and like, as we like to say. That's what keeps this gravy train moving. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you on uh, the next episode. <laughs>